welcome again to Myth Magic Medicine with me, Denise Villamy here. And my guest today is Manisha, <laughs> who originally came here to the US as a physician from Nepal. Thank you so much for coming today. Please tell us how to say your name properly. <laughs> okay. This is Manisha Gimire. I am from Nepal originally. I did my medical training there, like medical school there. And then I practiced one and a half year before I decided to come to United States. My full name is Manisha Gimire, just to make sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, um, so I did my internship here. Uh, so residency here and then I have been practicing hospital medicine since then it's been like almost seven years since I've been practicing um internship again okay, internal medicine here sorry so you did you did internal medicine did you mm -hmm. was it did you have to the American exams when you were taking them I assume you also had to say uh CS the the second part of step two yeah. So you had to come well, over. Did yeah. you come yeah. over here to be with family while you went through all the exams or did you have to keep going back with the boards? No, uh, so I got married before I came in. So it was kind of easier transition for me because mm -hmm. my husband was already resident so I can live with him and prepare oh, yeah. my and, but and, somebody, is... and somebody to guide you through the process. Exactly. So... <laughs> yeah, I did my step one there and then I did my step two CS and here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. How long did it take to find a, a residency program? Did, did you need to stay close to where your husband was or did you go to a different area to, to do the residency? It's not oh, easy I, to... I went to so I went to different area. I, my husband was doing residency in uh, Baltimore. Uh, Maryland and I had to go to New York so we lived like apart like three years um, so even when he uh, got his um, like hospitalist he was working as a hospitalist he could not find job in New York so he has to take somewhere near so the nearest place was like Philadelphia so he lived in Philadelphia so we were like apart for three years oh well yeah but not, at least you can get there in, in less than a day. Yeah, it's, not, yeah. it's not too difficult, hour and a half away. So um, yeah. where were you in, are you talking about New York City? Yeah, so Montefiore Medical Center, There, that's where I got my uh, residency. Okay. And then we moved to Maryland um, as a hospitalist. And now I'm in Raleigh, North Carolina. Oh yeah, okay. The golden triangle. That's wonderful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Keeps us moving. Hopefully this is the place, last place. That's a great, a great area. So you wanted to be an internist or you mm -hmm. applied for, okay, that was, the, you aimed at that. Yeah, that was the goal. Even if I was in Nepal, I would have done okay. internist, intermedicine. So, okay. I mean, that's, that's why. But usually when the foreign graduate come from Nepal, usually I think the opportunity here is more like intermedicine or pediatrics, like, Mm -hmm. um, so usually people tend to apply on those specialty like internal medicine, pediatrics, some do apply in psychiatrists too, mm -hmm. or family medicine. So those like medical field are more, I guess, easily and more, I am. Well, they are less lucrative and therefore they, they appeal to fewer yeah. people perhaps, but things are changing, you know, a couple of yeah. years ago, you couldn't find an ER spot to save your life. 
and yeah literally now and, and nowadays uh yeah people yeah. feel differently so things have their have their seasons yeah. too yeah, and some but... of it's just luck you just yeah find the right place when That's i was so... looking this is a very long time ago before the match was i mean it happened but not mm -hmm. everybody was in the match and you could still match outside yeah, uh, yeah i actually yeah. i did peds but i always wanted to do peds uh-huh but it was shoe leather i just i got to know a lot of people i trained in manhattan also i was at st luke's okay nice and uh yeah so <laughs> people don't hear that too many times but um so what first struck you because you've been practicing as a doctor in nepal yeah what first struck you was strange and american when you got here aside from the the everybody speaks english and the cars yeah. go too fast and they're too everything's yeah. too big but what <laughs> what what yeah. from a healthcare point of view what struck you as odd i think from the basic like even like because in nepal mostly it is infectious disease we see a lot of infectious disease cases like lot like it's our day-to-day -day thing here it's it's not just the infection the the medicine that we practice there is different than the medicine we practice here that's like i said it's more infectious disease here is overall like you know copd heart disease like other other there it'll be more typhoid and like you know other viral viral things so enteric fever basically mm -hmm. so those are the main difference here and there um also there people pay for medicine like all the medical care it's cash, like cash based. it's a mm -hmm. cash based here is insurance based uh the so that's why if you don't have money you it's very hard to get into um med like get the treatment there in nepal because it's mm -hmm. all cash based here at least the emergency part is like you know it's covered by government so like people if there is any emergency they can go to emergency and well, get the even treatment. even if they don't have cash or insurance if you go to the emergency room they have to do exactly. something for you yeah exactly uh, but the long-term exactly. the long-term care is going to be different but the actual emergency if it's an emergency exactly. you have to be emergency yeah yeah so that's that's different um but the good part about practicing in nepal is like like patient um interaction there is not when i practice there right now i think that some of them have a, like emr me medical record system but um right uh, but still when i was practicing there there was no electronic medical uh, system and it was all handwritten so we didn't used to spend so much time writing or documenting it Doesn't was more it the whole point of going to a computerized system was we would make it faster most people yes. type faster than they can write out in longhand yeah. and uh -huh. because then there would be a, a record that anybody in the system could access system. exactly um, now when in quite a lot of european countries the mm -hmm. patient is given their medical record and so they they walk around with their medical record is that the case in nepal or or do you yes Okay. Yes. So, so we give all the paperwork to the patient and then they like, they take them like wherever they have to go, some forget. <laughs> so yeah. then we have to reinvent the wheel again. But most of the time, if they are like um, conscious about your health, they usually take all the files, big chunk of files and go around like to see all the doctors. So yeah, mm -hmm. that's the case. Where in Nepal did you practice? I don't uh, know very much geography. <laughs> 
is a capital of Nepal. So I practice like 20 miles um, away from um, from the Kathmandu. It's a, it's a main capital of Nepal. So it was mm -hmm. 20 miles. My medical school was 20 miles. So yeah, not far from the capital of Nepal. And is there much difference in what's available in healthcare in the city and in the countryside? Does everybody have to come into the, the big town? Yes, like, I mean, if you had to do like heart surgery, like, you know, you have to do cardiac cath or like um, complicated heart surgery, definitely. Uh, but other, um, most of the thing, like usually surgeries are performed, most of the like non-complicated surgeries are performed there if it's very complicated, obviously. Mm -hmm. And um, and all the like uh, infectious disease because everyone knows how to treat them, that that's kind of there. Uh, pregnancy related, maternity and all, all that stuff is also very good, like where I practice, but it depends, like, because my, my hospital that I work was not that far from where, like from the city, I guess. So it mm -hmm. was more, it was a medical school. So it did have all the departments, but not all, like it's, it's very hard to find all the system, everything in place in like rural, rural part of the country. And that's a lot, <laughs> like half Yeah, of the well, then, this is also true of parts of the US. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Mm. All right. So, yeah. so the amount of time that you had to spend dealing with paperwork was the biggest challenge to you. Yeah, <laughs> it was, it was, yeah. And then just the new system, you know, I practice in, like I moved to Bronx to do my internal medicine and then just the accent is so different. Even like yeah. when you're like practicing English, but then when you go to Bronx, the accent is so different, like, it's it's just to understand like what they are saying yeah and then there's a lot of there's a lot of non you know if i was talking to you like this yeah yeah it's, 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 it's difficult it's at first big voice yeah, yeah. so it did different. you find did you find um patients were patient with your mm -hmm. uh learning colloquial english or or did you feel that it was a disadvantage being from another country no, actually, it was not like uh, I, I was able to like, finally understand. And, like, yeah, it takes a while. I mean, I've, while. I, 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 I've spoken English my entire life. American accents yes. can be difficult, especially in some other. There are some states I'm, I'm at a loss. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Even in North Carolina, the accent is slightly different than um, the other part. It was uh, challenging, but it was doable, basically. Mm -hmm. So. Um, you can interact with people. Bronx population, it can varies. It, it was different because people, it was kind of like Nepal almost because people like didn't know what was going on. Like so many of them, like they had so many medical problems mm. and they are not up to date on everything. Um, so it, in Nepal also like people like they go to all the doctors, but they don't really know what exactly is going on with them. Like it's very, very. And, and they very, very helpfully tell you, I take that little white pill for something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. So Bronx was kind of like literacy, medical literacy was kind of um, uh, almost same as Nepal, I would say. You have to like explain and. Were there, ever, were there times when you were actually in uh, practicing when you said, oh, I wish I could do such and such that you couldn't do that you would have been able to do in Nepal? 
other than take time, because I think the amount of time, we're so time pressed here with our interactions with patients. Um, actually, the electronic medical record and insurance was the main thing that I, okay. I thought like may like people would have benefited so much because like like every time patient goes to the doctor, someone brings this chunk of paperwork and like mm -hmm. half of them, you can't understand what's written there, right? Like people handwriting doctor, they say doctor handwriting. Yeah. So it is, it is kind of difficult to understand. So you have to do like all the tests again and trying to figure out everything. So here with the electronic me medical record, at least it is easier to know what's going on with the patient. So it's just such a pain to put the information in in the first place. Place. Yeah, you have to turn your back to the patient so much to fill out yeah, the forms. Yeah, yes. but in a long run, I think like patient would have benefited. Just they don't have to go through same process. And mm -hmm. I wish like at least um, the emergency medical care would have been at least um, provided for all the Nepalese people. Um, like here, like you know, at least you, when you are in emergency, you can go to emergency and get at least the like yeah. emergent care. Have your done. life saved, yeah. Have your life <laughs> saved. There, it's 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 really hard um, to even get get that done. You know, mm -hmm. so it is. Um, Do you have a, a, an established emergency care services? Do you have um, a good ambulance service to the countryside? Or not? So not not all like it is like Nepal like half of the country is rural like like and it's like it is a feel like it's mountain and hill yeah. and I mean it's gorgeous but like in terms of health health care I think we can do much more yeah. um but then that's, you said that most of the things that you saw were the, the bulk of people's illnesses were infectious yeah, and I'm assuming yeah. things like TB and those sorts of things. Yeah, TB, yeah. enteric fever. But here, know. the the bulk of the issues that we deal with, not all, obviously, mm -hmm. but they're they're complicated. Even if they're not caused by, they are complicated by lifestyle yeah. issues. Yes. What? How does Nepalese lifestyle impact the people's health? both positively and negatively. Walking up and down mountains several times a day might actually yeah, be beneficial. So, <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, I know, um, I think the health-wise, they do like exercise because they walk around so much. They eat healthy. Usually most of the people have their own garden. They eat their own vegetable and fruits and everything from their garden. Mm -hmm. So I think like diet-wise, um, and it's mostly, I mean, people eat uh, non-vase, but uh, mostly it's like a week thing, you know, once mm -hmm. a week you have this <laughs> meat in your house, like goat meat or chicken or something, but it's just once a month. So mm -hmm. I think diet wise, it's, it's organic, it's home, home-based. Um, it's, I think it, it really helps patient, um, because we are so much focusing on like lifestyle and diet these days. I think Nepalese people have already that in place. How about um, practices such as mindfulness and meditation? Does that feature in usual um, Nepalese life? 
so um Nepalese people are so like most most of them are Hindu, right? So they do prayers every morning and every evening. Like they, they every household do prayers. Not all of them, but like the elders, like like mom and dad, like the elders do pray twice a day. Um, every also. So I don't know how you take that as a as a meditation. No, I was thinking. Like, I was thinking more like the the parts of that have been sort of. The parts of the Indian subcontinent that have been gentrified over here in the U.S. So, like everybody and their mother does yoga, and and those um, kind of, the the longer practice of those things is that, uh, no, is that doesn't no. feature heavily. No, I no, just whoever like is very into that, they will only do it, but okay. not like every it's not, it's no, not common no, to do that. No, okay. it's not common. And I think maybe Buddhist does more because there is like a part of Buddhist community also in Nepal. Um, so they might do more, but not like Hindu population, not much. That okay. I haven't seen much. Mm -hmm. okay. I'm very seriously organic and vegan, so I'm yeah, I would love <laughs> Nepal. Um, yeah, <laughs> mountains, not so much. Um, <laughs> you people, love mountains. <laughs> <laughs> I like looking at them, but walking up and down is a different thing. But so yeah. most people would walk where they they wouldn't get in the car to go to places mostly no not every people have cars so even the most common like when I was growing up was bicycle mm -hmm. so I used to ride bicycle like to the school to the college to the store like to the mall like everywhere so bicycle was really common now it's kind of replaced by motorbike and um car like nowadays people do have car but it is expensive so not everyone have cars but like whoever is like who can afford they will have car uh but it's mostly like city i don't think like like in the village somebody live 50 miles from the city or 100 miles from the city how would they get to the hospital is there a bus service that would would work or they find a friend who has a car yeah so usually that's how it works that how we got they usually have the contact information of someone who has a car and then if they need they'll just call them and like okay let's transfer um so most of the most of the time that's the case like mm -hmm. you'll you just ask for help and then there is always someone to help you are most specialists in the different uh various faculties within the medical school. Are they trained in Nepal or in India? Or do they train in the UK? Where, where do they get their specialty training? Uh, everywhere, actually. So India, it's very common. Nepal, there are a lot of um, fellowship program too. Mm -hmm. um, so they do that. Not all, but yeah, most of them are there. And then India is another most common place that they go. Some go to China also like mm -hmm. some of them, Bangladesh is common. So yeah, mostly like, I, I guess it's mostly Southeast right. Asia. Some, some goes to Pakistan. Mm -hmm. um, only it, if it is advanced fellowship training, like they have to do like one or two months of like, you know, advanced um, training, mm -hmm. then they usually come to US. Uh -huh, like some of my husband friends and some of my friends has come like for that but most of the other training Nepal so they yeah. come under observer status so yeah they, yeah. They, okay. they observe and they yeah they do and they have all their arrangements made they do that and they go right back. thank you so what yeah. else would you like to tell us other than everybody should go to Nepal and visit what else would you oh, like yeah. to tell us <laughs> and do you get that yeah. much do you get that yeah much? 
so I go every two years. I went last year in, during COVID. I could not go like four years, yeah. but definitely Nepal is like very beautiful country. Everyone should visit it. It's it's a different experience than US. Like just the lifestyle and like beauty and everything. People are very nice, generous, and like always ready to help. Um, so. And, but make sure you are all treated with all the infectious disease. Get all yeah. your vaccines. Go, go to travel medicine people first. Yeah. <laughs> Get travel medicine fixed before you go there. So definitely, because even if you go now there, we can get diarrhea or get sick. So it's, it's very well, just change change in water will do that. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, um, yeah. I think I think that's the most important thing. And then. Yeah, keep subscribing in your podcast and give <laughs> like and subscribe. Oh, I wanted to tell about my, my. so we just started um, our podcast like two weeks ago too. So. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. told you. me before. We'll go listen right away. So what's yeah. your podcast about? It's a, it's about progress with Manisha and Ananta. That this is, is your husband? And, yeah, um, uh, Manisha and Ananta um it's it's available in both apple and spotify you guys can go and like and subscribe it is I'm about a, progress i will definitely put that in the show notes and and uh make sure it's captioned when this goes out so okay. but okay. but um so it's progress this is your personal progress or this is progress of medicine what's the so yeah so like my started, title it's a bit of everything yeah it's, it's <laughs> about it's about progress initially right now we are planning to um, talk about our progress and how we did that um and then eventually we are planning to get the guests who had come to like certain level like in their life they had success they had been successful but how do they reach there like how was their mm -hmm. progress or what are the failures they had been through like we just wanted to inspire other people so that like you know failure is common when you do things like there is always going no, it's to be no, it's, there's no failure it's just trying that that wasn't the exactly. right way Try again. Yeah. yeah exactly so it's a learning curve right so we just wanted to encourage people to like you know keep going like you have to just progress and you'll all ultimately lead like be where you are supposed to be so right. that's it's the me. part it's the part that's an awful lot of the use the wrong term they colloquially use gurus in the business world online it's to visualize this and it will happen no visualize this and then make the plan to get to that thing because yes, it takes a lot yes. of work work yeah even podcasts like you know like a lot of learning curve like a yeah. lot of like you know we have been kind of <laughs> trying to learn all these new things so it, it is interesting it has been well, congratulations i, I will go listen right away i wish i'd known Thank before you. we tried we, we did this and i will include it that's wonderful is that the that's the the primary side gig that you and your husband have right now you both help is he still yes. a hospitalist no, so he's a rheumatologist. So he has been, he was practicing as a hospital bed based medicine, but now he has his own clinic. So he's running his clinic for last three, four months. So that's a new. Congratulations on that too. When did you Thank move to you. North Carolina? Uh, 2019. Like oh, okay. October, okay. Like, yeah, around end of 2019. So you've had a time, time to get used to the area. Yeah, and yeah. Yeah, so yeah, he practiced here almost two years and then now he's transitioning to like, you know, his own uh -huh. practice. So that's something exciting going on right now. 
yeah. and podcast and me and i'm i'm also interested in real estate so i'm trying to learn like real estate things uh, on the way um which is also a learning curve because that's i didn't a, know that's, anything. that's something you need to get you know don't just go buy a building you know do your homework before you yeah that's, before, that's a big exactly. a podcast it yeah that much but. yeah exactly yeah that's so true like podcast is fine you don't spend so much money but yeah so that's why it's kind of um yeah you, you have to learn and do your thing before you put your all your savings there so. <laughs> but that's something you can discuss on your podcast this is good <laughs> yeah right. thank you so much i will let you You're get welcome. on and it's very very kind of you to join me and sure. do send me the proper address so i can get it in there okay thank you <laughs> thank so much you so much. very nice meeting you again bye-bye bye-bye <laughs> thank you for joining us at myth magic medicine if you have found this episode useful you can apply for free cme credit through the link provided in the transcript if you're not a medical professional, please remember, while we're physicians, we're not your physicians. So please consult with your own healthcare professional if you think something you have heard might apply to you or a loved one. Until next time, bye-bye.